0: Log Talk Radio.
1: off on another episode of tarot today radio for the past 12 years we've been bringing you the world of tarot this is the official broadcast of the tarot guild now in our 18th year the international organization for tarot lovers students and professional readers since 2004 with the world's only full-featured tarot social media networking platform the i am your host dax carlisle I'm coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona and joining me of course as always, my fabulous co-host Mary Brown. Mary is the Vice President of the Tarot Guild and Director of Communications. She's a professional tarot reader, crystal reiki master, and here she is live from Amarillo, Texas. Mary Brown. Hey Mary.
2: Hey Dex. Hey Dex. Here we are. Hey everybody. Here we are, the first Tarot Today radio show of 2022. This is exciting.
1: Happy Psychic Saturday.
2: (laughs) Happy Psychic Saturday.
1: (laughs) Awesome sauce. And we got a great show for you today because we've got a guest. Yes, we'll reveal that in just a moment, but uh, I want to let everybody know that – We are a live call-in show, so you can give us a ring during the show. That's right, 714-816-4628. You can also join us on the chat post at chat.psychictalk.net. It's uh, right there on the show page for today's episode. Scroll down below the player. That's right. You can listen live right there on the page. And if you scroll down below the player, the chat room will appear. Give it a couple seconds to materialize. But uh, you can join us in the chat room and chat as well and ask for a mini reading in there. Once again, it's chat.psychictalk.net. But, of course, we would love to hear your lovely voice and chat with you live on air give us a ring 714-816-4628 as soon as you get through press one on your dial pad that puts you up in the caller queue with your hand raised so we know you want to be live on air with us so be sure to press one as soon as you get through 714-816-4628 brand new year mary brown yes it is
2: Happy New Year, Happy New You, (laughs) Happy New N22.
1: You actually had the first show of the year. There's a rock for that, and you talked about that, the new you.
2: Yeah, yeah. That was fun to actually do a show on on New Year's Day. It was pretty cool. First show and the first day of the new year.
1: Mm-hmm. And we are really ramping things up for 2022. We're going to be having some fantastic guests and interviews all year long, all month long, each month. And uh, doing a lot of other things, too, like my course that's uh, on sale right now, actually. It's half off at thetarotguild.com. Um, in 2022, we're gonna redo my course, all new for 2022. Mary, we're gonna hold it live again. I haven't done a live version in several years, so that's gonna be exciting. We're also speaking of live, we're gonna start doing lives on our Facebook group where you can chat with me and Mary and Tamara Kerr, our director of certification, and some of our other staffers. You know, Sharona Rapsik and others. Um on live every Tuesday we're gonna do tarot Tuesdays starting next week. Tarot Tuesdays, Mary. Yes, Tarot
2: Tuesdays and and we should we should have tacos too. We
1: could have tacos. Taco Tuesdays. I know. I was gonna bring that up on Tuesday and say, Now I'm hungry, you know, I want I want my Taco Tuesdays too.
2: <laughs> I want mine now. <laughs> I want a taco now. <laughs> I, I literally do. You know, this is just a side note, but it is kind of a newsy thing. Did you know Taco Bell just started their own subscription service, so you can like oh, good sign God. up for tacos like every every month. <laughs> I was just like, Yeah, you know, my okay. my husband's been. My husband sent that link to to it to me in a message and said, oh, your dream has come true. Yeah.
1: I love love tacos. Netflix for tacos. I love it. Netflix for tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So yeah, we have a very special guest and uh, something really interesting to discuss. Her deck, tarot disassembled. It's a really interesting concept. We're going to get all into that with special guest Jennifer Cooper Stidley. And actually, I never asked her. We were in the uh, group and everything, you know, um, in the green room before the show, and I forgot to ask Jennifer how to pronounce her last name. I know I'm, I'm totally destroying it there but she'll correct us when we get her on air but before we bring her on uh i had so many issues i have a brand new computer yay except for the fact that uh i'm having issues and i wasn't able to do my social media posts and everything it was like doing weird things with the text and oh my god so after the show i have to figure out what's going on here but meanwhile Mary, I did not have time to pull a card of the day, but I'm sure you did.
2: I did, and actually I posted it in the Psychic Talk Radio Facebook group. If you haven't joined that yet, join it. It's a lot of fun. You can go to psychictalk.net forward slash facebook and it'll take you right there we have a page like the page join the group join the conversation and the card of the day i posted there today comes from the andean healing energy cards this is one of my favorite oracle decks with uh it's by eileen o'hare with the artwork by joy galinsky and the card i pulled is actually the what they call the pacarina card so you know, this is based on the you know Caro, the belief system of the Caro people in the uh, Andean mountains. And pacorino, uh is a Quechua word, but what it what it means is like it means like either a place of origin. It's really like an opening in the earth, so like a cave, or sometimes like even like an uh, underwater opening that opens up you know, further, and the card is actually about pressing your creativity, and this is a great day to do that, whether that's just, you know, doodling, writing a a story, drawing, what painting, sculpting, whatever it is, do something creative today, and the one message that I absolutely love about this card has to do with, The idea of our inner critic uh, sometimes seems to be bashing our inner creator. And when that happens, we can sort of shut down and we don't express our creativity. And so the message is to love your inner critic, accept it, listen to it, soothe it. Just don't believe it. (laughs) Just go ahead and create anyways. Let it flow, people. Let it flow today. Make something. Do your thing. Let Do you. And that is what I got. <laughs> and you can I'm see that on flow the, on the Facebook group. Yes, let it flow.
1: <laughs> let it flow. Yes, we actually have two groups. You can go over to Facebook and just type in Psychic Talk Radio. There's a page in a group. Like the page. Join the group. And you'll see Mary's post there. We also have the Tarot Guild one with uh like around seven thousand or nearing seven thousand people uh on that group and you can just type in Tarot Guild and uh, we have a again a page you can like and a group you can join. Join in the conversation there. Uh just wanted to mention real quick before we bring on our guests that um I had mentioned earlier the New Year's sale. Basically, we're extending the holiday sale. So if you go over to thetarotguild.com, uh, I haven't even had time with the new compu- you know, setting up new computers and all this stuff. I haven't had time to make a New Year's banner. It still has Santa Claus uh, flying in his airplane here, the half-off sale. You'll see it right smack in the middle of the page here when you go to thetarotguild.com. It says Happy Holidays. Just click there. And uh, if you're a professional reader, you can join the guild. It's a dollar a month, folks. (laughs) It's a total no-brainer. And uh, you can get certified for half off. And if you're new to tarot, you can enroll in my course for half off. Certification is actually included when you enroll. And I just had three people enroll, Mary, in the last couple of days. It's really exciting we're we're hitting the ground running in 2022 and everybody that enrolls and you know you can take the uh the course as it is now the pre-recorded course uh you'll all be able to join us for the live course uh which we're going to start I don't know sometime later this month or the beginning of February or something like that. I'm going to start holding live classes every week and we're going to go through the whole thing again only all new for 2022. That's right. So go sign up right now at com. Join the membership. Uh, you get a lot of benefits with the premium membership, and uh, you're also able to enroll in the course for half off. Get your certification half off if you don't need the course. All over there, and that's going to go on. You know, through the new year here, probably for a couple of weeks, so you have time to get in on that and the other thing i wanted to re-mention is that tarot tuesdays because it's a brand new thing we're going to start next tuesday uh my cohort in crime on the live will be tamra kerr she's our director of certification we'll be talking about certification uh tarot you know being a professional tarot reader things like that we'll also be You know, chatting with you in the chat right there on the live. You can ask questions. You can ask for a mini-reading. We're going to hold it at uh, noon Pacific time, which is 1 p.m. my time right now here in Arizona, mountain time. Uh, 2 p.m. Amarillo, Chicago time, you know, where Mary is, and 3 p.m. Eastern. So uh, you'll find it on our Facebook group. That's where the live will be. So go ahead and join the group so you are alerted over there on Facebook. That's right. You can also just type in your browser, facebook.thetarotguild.com or thetarotguild.com slash Facebook. That'll take you right over to it as well. Okay. So we are going to be taking calls a little later in the show, but real quickly, we need to get into our conversation with Jennifer. Let's bring her on now. Tarot disassembled.
3: Yay. Hi. Hi. Gosh, Hi Jennifer. Hi Jennifer. I'm, I'm so excited to be with you guys.
2: We're excited to it's have you. Welcome fun. to the Tarot Today radio show. <laughs> Thank you. So, tell us about the journey of of creating this deck. This is this is so different, so fresh of a concept and like what what sparked it for you
3: um generally my kids sparked it (laughs) i have a uh (laughs) i have a 10 year old son who uh since he was a little little bitty thing he has always taken things apart And um, that includes meals I make him, toys, anything he can disassemble basically (laughs) to find out more about it. Um, And my husband's a little bit that way too, so they are one of their favorite projects to do together is to take old computers and um, that are no longer working and literally kind of break them open and take apart all the little tiny pieces to kind of explore them. Um, so they've done that together since my son was a very young little toddler. Um, so one day we were having lunch, and I've adored Caro for pretty much all of my adult life. And um, we were having lunch, and I had made him some kind of sandwich. And once again, he took everything apart very methodically and laid out all the pieces. <laughs> and I just looked at him and said, why won't you just eat it like a sandwich? And <laughs> He said, I don't know. I just like seeing all the different parts and eating them individually. And it just, I don't know why. It just was like a little light bulb moment. And I thought, well, I wonder what else you could really kind of take apart into the individual pieces like that. And because everything comes back to tarot for me sometimes, that's instantly what I thought of. So that's kind of where the little seed of inspiration started.
2: <laughs> and I, rolled I love with it. it. I love that. I was reading. Um, your your kickstarter page for this. So this started out as a kickstarter project and my goodness, he did really good on the on the funding of it. And I and I love the part where you talk about your dog doing squeakectomies on his toys, too. So it's like even, not just your fa- human family, even your dog's disassemble things. I got such a kick out of that. But, That's you know, right. what's That's it?
3: right. I'm surrounded by disassemblers, definitely.
2: <laughs> Were you, um, you know, what, what was the Kickstarter experience like? Did, did it go as you expected it to go? Did you think that it would be like that? successful or were you nervous I did not
3: expect that at all I I was blown away by how well it did and very just very grateful and very touched that it did so well I really just had hoped to get it funded you know with my base kind of amount because I just really wanted to see it get made into an actual deck and get printed and that's definitely Kickstarter is amazing for artists like that to be able to give them the chance to um you know fund something that maybe they wouldn't be able to fund on their own. It's like something like a print run so um that's that was my main goal was just to be able to see it get made into print and um I honestly was just blown away I'm still sometimes it's been months now, and I'm still sometimes walking around a little bit in shock about it so so i like, I can did definitely that just say happen? I had group what's that? <laughs>
2: Like, did that really happen? Are you pinching yourself?
3: <laughs> oh, definitely. Always pinching myself. I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling from it, and very, very grateful for the way it went. Because I know, um, I know there's a lot of potential with Kickstarters, but I know they don't always go that way. So it's, you know, it's it's a little bit of the luck of the draw and a little bit of having a lot of people willing to share your stuff, which is, I think, a huge part of that community field to Kickstarter, which I really love. There's that sense of, you know, you got you kind of relying on people to hopefully share to their people and other people to share and getting the word out about it is kind of the biggest part, I think, sometimes.
2: Oh, wow. And, that, you know, that's something that I don't think anybody else has really mentioned because it, it is true. I know other deck creators that, you know, put their decks on Kickstarter and, like, sort of nothing happened, so they ended up going, like, the traditional route in, instead but was uh-huh. that is that something organic or did you know people on Kickstarter that did that or they just found it somehow
3: i think it was a mix a mix of kind of perfect storm elements i i definitely was per, like trying to share progress works of the deck like long before i ever did the Kickstarter um so that i think that helped to kind of get a little bit of excitement built around it um and then i i really have it's funny because Instagram is a place where I'm probably the most active on social media and I've only been on there a couple years but I I really kind of joined originally because I had another deck I had done that's not a tarot deck but it's just like a little Oracle deck that was my first baby deck it was it was called the botanic whispers and it was a kind of a plant-based deck that I had done and I thought, well, I you know, I made this deck. I should probably try to, like, share it somewhere and kind of get the word out about it. So I joined Instagram thinking it would just be a good place to share visuals of of art that I'm making. And it really became a place where I found a community of, of you know, tarot creators, and especially indie tarot creators, people who are doing self-publishing. And it, it really became this magical thing where I made some really authentic, genuine connections with people um, that I would call my friends now <laughs> So um, it's it's really kind of an amazing thing the way the world will give you opportunities to put the right people in your path and, and make genuine connections even in such a weird place like social media so I think I had kind of developed a community that was willing to share and uh, that really that's honestly what helped me you know to, to have the success I did was just the the willingness of, of people to share and and, and spread the word
2: that's awesome. That's awesome. And can you – why don't we tell people a little bit about this deck? Because it is, it is very different. And, you know, looking at it, I had a couple – just a couple questions um, just right off the bat. One, you know, and it's just I'm, I'm a tarot geek a little bit. I was just wondering, like, which version of the Rider-Waite-Smith did you um, work with? When when you were developing your deck, and also, can you kind of just give people like just a, you know, kind of a just a a, a short concept, you know, statement about it? Like what makes this deck different? It's based on the Rider Waite Smith symbols, but not necessarily um, the Rider Waite. It's not a Rider Waite Smith clone. You've kind of pulled the symbols right. out of each card. Like, can you kind of? yeah you know, basically how What's
1: that going is. on in this deck, please? Yes, what is
3: it <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> um yeah, so basically the concept was um, I definitely started with rider smith i'm 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 honestly not sure what version I was working with. I think it's probably what I would consider the most recognizable version um you know, I have like one of the old
1: school rider weight weights.
3: Yeah, Universal weight, and I'm and i probably games. not as I mean I definitely love Tarot but I'm probably not as educated as you know and, and as, as pros like you guys are so I don't know if I can talk intelligently about the different variations of it. But um yeah, Universal Weight is probably the one I was working with. Um but I um I've had that deck for years. And um but yeah the the concept is basically um you know, the each card on the on in the in the Rider Waite Smith deck that the artwork that Pamela Coleman Smith did is so deep with, I mean, there's so many layers and layers of, of symbolism and meaning in those cards, but the cards are obviously, they're not huge. They're small in comparison to like a giant painting or something. And sometimes there's really, unless you get a microscope out, there's little elements that you could almost miss um that you wouldn't maybe even take into account in the and you're working with that energy of that particular card so i just i wanted to like break out more of the individual symbols and even make some of the symbols that were very tiny in the writer weight smith maybe a little more noticeable and prominent um and so i kind of just took out all the major symbols that weren't humans because that was kind of the other facet of this deck is there's really very little human imagery in it and then kind of reassemble them into some kind of pattern that's less about telling a pictorial story and more about showing all those individual symbols so that people can maybe hone in to certain individual symbols that really draw their intuition in
2: so and then the other the other thing i was wondering is like there, the color scheme of this—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really bright. I mean, I've been—I've been sick all week. This this bright colored, you know, deck arrives in the mail, and it just like made me feel like better. It was like a box of sunshine, Aww. you know. Oh, and, I love that—a
3: box of sunshine. That is—I'm going to write that down. I love that. You—you
2: you can use that. Yeah, you use keep that, it, honey. <laughs> Run with it. Thank you. But but. What was it about the, the the colors? Why did you use that particular palette? And is there a, um, you know, because I teach tarot, and a lot of, uh, I don't focus on it so much, but I know a lot of other tarot teachers that focus on the colors, like the background color and the full card, you know, that kind of thing. And you've sort of, like, put your own colors in there instead. And I was just wondering, like, what, what was it about that? Like, why was it, like, how were colors important to you in creating your deck? Sure.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. I've actually had a couple of people ask me about the color palette. Um, it started being inspired from the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. So I started with that, the color scheme from Rider-Waite-Smith is like a basis. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So some of those, like that orange-yellow color that's very prominent throughout Rider-Waite-Smith, I definitely picked that up into my color scheme pretty quickly. That that kind of light gray that's behind all the aces and kind of, you know, is, is fairly prominent, I picked that up and kind of wanted to have that to be a component. But then I started to depart. Once I kind of got some of the base colors that I was inspired by from Rider Waite Smith, I started to kind of depart a little bit into my own scheme. Like there's kind of a a bright aqua color that's I don't that's really not a very – signature uh, color of the Rider Waite Smith deck because I I really did want it to be especially since I was breaking down these individual symbols I also just envisioned it being very bright and colorful as well Um, I would say I definitely had used color intentionally but but not necessarily to mimic exactly the Rider Waite Smith so if you were to do a side by side Mm -hmm. comparison of certain cards from my deck with the Rider Waite Smith deck there's some that would be almost
1: Uh-oh, we, we lost Jennifer. She dropped. We got to wait for her to call was, back was... in here. Hold on a, a second, folks. We're going to get Jennifer back on here, hopefully. And meanwhile, I know what she was talking about. You could see the deck, actually, if you uh, go to the show page or uh, anywhere on the social media uh, where we have today's show post it, you know, our banner actually has uh some cards from her deck spread out and you can see the the colors came about Mary and Jennifer and I like how the colors kind of um oh they, they make the symbols pop Mary. Yeah. You say.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. And um that's the that's the thing that really stood out to me because there's different um you know how sometimes uh, deck creators will go by the the elements with the suits, and so they'll have like a background color for each suit, like maybe all the earth cards have water. a green background. <laughs> blue for yeah, yeah, you know, we've seen it a lot, right? We've seen it a lot. And this, you know, the it, she doesn't do that. So it's not divided by suit. It just sort of um, – I couldn't figure out if there was a particular – rhythm to it except that you know it's a there is a consistency of the the same background colors used um and a lot of the cards over and over again but i thought it was really kind of fascinating Mm. while i'm looking through it and i'm thinking like okay you know like the green background for the magician card you know was that yeah are we are we supposed to derive meaning from that or is it just i because it looks good and it makes the colors pop because you're right, it does make the colors I don't hot.
1: think so. I, I don't think so. I think what it's doing is it, it, it's uh, developing a contrast where you can really make yeah. out the individual symbols. And uh, oh, we got Jennifer coming back on. Let's bring her Yay! back on. Uh, one one, <laughs> We're one thing I wanted to <laughs> yeah yeah one thing I wanted to mention real quick when she was talking about you know how you can miss symbolism, like for instance on the star card there's an ibis the bird in the background, and it's a symbol for talk, but it's also a symbol of balance and adaptability, purity, mystery, unity, things like that, and you'll totally miss it. You know, it's so easy to miss. Are you back with us, Jen?
3: I am. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. It, it just it just ended. So it bad.
2: happened. <laughs> no, it, it ha- uh, All kinds uh, of things happen the blog on this talk- show. <laughs>
1: It's, it's the Blog Talk switchboard. The Blog Talk switchboard will just drop people sometimes. <laughs> right. They so just call back in. No biggie.
2: But, but yeah, Dax and I were wondering, if, you know, we were talking about, like, how, you know, we've seen that a lot in a lot of decks where people will um, do the background colors of the cards to sort of, you know, break out the suits, you know, and match up with the elements, right? Um, but right you don't you don't do that we see a repetition of background colors but it does like it does sort of seem like this is more to to create that contrast like Dax was saying and make the symbols pop more is that kind of the rhythm to it or or is there are we supposed to look at that like i look at the magician card and i see the green background and i think like should i be paying attention to that or not
3: um yeah i i think uh it's kind of actually like both both are correct i think um i definitely think i i'm a graphic designer by profession so i think definitely i try Mm. to work intuitively as far with color as far as making sure things have contrast and pop you know together so there's definitely a lot of that strictly for contrast and kind of for the colors working together in harmony's sake um but definitely i try to use color intentionally so for example that magician card um, in my mind, like that powerful deep green, is such a color of growth from the earth that I guess I picture the magician being capable of making anything grow with their power in a sense. And so I feel like I, I, if in that sense, I feel like there is something to hone in on. Usually with the colors, um, there are some that are very similar. So I, I know I have a couple of the aces, for example, that are that have that light gray background and have, really do follow a, a similar color palette to the Rider Waite Smith counterpart but then there's others where I really completely departed Um, like the Empress I think is another one that I added this really bright spring green background to it because the Empress just seems all about that lush spring energy and so it seemed like a good color for that energy um, and then I try to keep like that dark, dark gray, charcoal gray for the the, the heavier energy cards like death and the devil. I, tr- I definitely tried to, you know, indicate that with some of that darker, heavy, denser energy with that dark gray. Yeah, well, the way you, you did it, I mean, the use of
2: colors, it's just, it's so bright and it's just really, it's fun to look at. And, you know, what you were saying, oh, <laughs> so funny, what you were saying about, how the illustrations, when you know, you can miss some of the symbols, and like Dax was saying, with the star card, you might miss the ibis, or you can't, uh-huh. you know, necessarily see them. When I teach tarot, I use the giant rider weight that U.S. Games put out. You know, it's this big, oh, huge, yeah. you know, deck. Yeah, I, I love use that. that. So people can, so I can actually point out the symbols. So it's, it's so they are bigger. You know, for everybody, you know, so the last row of people can like maybe see it, you know, because it's right. what I what I was thinking is this would be I mean, I look at your deck and I think, oh, my gosh, to use in concert with that to teach for teaching tarot because you pulled out all of those symbols so i don't have to you know try and make people find them i can actually idea. like pull one of your cards and have them look for the ways in which that those symbols are used in the standard writer weight oh i
3: love I think that. that 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 makes me so happy if it's if it's useful like that for teaching that's that's incredible
2: I think this you've created something that's really, really, really useful and helpful here.
3: Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That means so much. Thank you. <laughs>
1: so Mary, You're did welcome. you notice did you notice the hmm? cardstock? It has an unusual feel to it.
2: It has that beautiful rose petal finish that I love. Mm. I love when the creators <laughs> use that. It is so nice. And you know what? I was looking at this really. You know, when we look at you know the get away from the cards, you know themselves and all of that. When you look at the card stock, I I and the and the box, the packaging. I feel like I feel like you were listening. You were listening to what so many. People are saying they prefer and that they want with, you know, the cardstock. You've got this nice, sturdy cardstock. You've got that rose uh-huh. petal finish, that nice velvety feel, the matte finish. A lot of people don't like the gloss. And you uh-huh. even edge the deck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my god! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Okay, she knows what's going on." (laughs) Well, you know, part of that's also
3: because I'm a collector, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you
2: you know what people
1: want. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The lid with the magnetic. Because, as a professional, it's it's set up perfect for someone that would want to use this card, uh, this deck of cards professionally because it's right there in the box with the nice enclosure and you just have it sitting on your desk and you just pop it open and pop it out, you know, and you don't Uh have to get a separate bag for it. You don't have to go buy a box for it. It's all there in the packaging folks. Yes. It's like, Oh, why doesn't everybody do this?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are making my day. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, I, I collect decks myself. So I, Some of that was like maybe less about listening to what people want and just being particular about what I wanted.
4: <laughs> awesome.
2: I So, like, so you know
3: decks that I'd play with, I'm like, oh, I want it to look like this one or feel like this one. So I definitely am a nerd about all those details.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny because so many people, you know, modify their decks, right? You know, they buy a tarot deck and they're like, yeah. oh, I wish this, I wish this was edged in a in a certain color or I wish that, you know it didn't have a border or all of that and you know this has a very small border on it but because of i think because of just the design and the concept of the cards it's almost like the border is helpful in a sense it almost creates like the frame for all these different symbols like i kind of like yeah. the fact that that these have a border on them and they're different colors and again you know just the, all the borders are different colors, but they also, like, work to make the the colors stand out of the symbols. And,
3: right. you know, you
2: you must be a heck of a graphic designer because, my goodness, Aww. this really works.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome to hear. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. So, so
1: what about that? I'm sure. Tr- Well, I'm curious, you know, of course, of course, I'm always curious on the technical end of things, you know, so, uh, and I know a lot of other people are too, because a lot of the folks listening to our shows are professionals or want to be professionals, they're deck creators, or they want to be deck creators. So they want to hear about, you know, the publishing journey and, and, and how it was printed and, you know, uh, who you use and why, and, you know, the, the whole journey there. Um. I was thinking, though, before we go there, it's already a little bit past the bottom of the hour. Can we take a quick couple-minute break? Mary, you can tell us what shows are coming up on the network. And then when we come back, we'll have Jennifer tell us all about that, and we'll take some phone calls. Sure. Oh,
0: sounds
2: Alrighty. We're good. We're going to take a short okay. break here. Okay. So – what is coming up on the Psychic Talk radio network here? Well, the next show is actually tomorrow, Sunday, January 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. It's the Magic Universe show with your host, Sharona Rapstick and she's having a special guest, me. She's having me. I'm going to be a guest on Sharona's show tomorrow. We're going to be talking about bringing magic into the new year and taking uh, calls and doing free mini readings. I think we're just going to have a fun time. So tune in for that. And then after that, it's the Wisdom of the Soul show on Monday with your host, Janice Fuchs. Um, That's at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And later on Monday, January 10th, is Spiritual Guidance Radio Hour with Angelic Channel and healer Catherine Hahn, who's going to be giving free on-air guidance. And then some other stuff maybe is happening. Are we doing a show next week? We'll be back on Saturday. We'll be back on Saturday doing something, talking about good stuff. Um, and so yeah. there, there you go. That's what's coming up. <laughs> I'm looking at the mm-hmm. at the list. You can find that by going to psychictalk.net/forward/slash/upcoming, and we'll probably add our show into that list because I don't. It's not there. <laughs> it's like, are we coming on? <laughs> But, um,
1: yes, we're cu- we're coming on. I just haven't had time to uh, update the upcoming shows list because I've been in laptop hell for the you know the last <laughs> week and a half, trying to you know I've I've literally gone through four different laptops before settling on this one. I've reinstalled everything from all of my groups and I uh, not groups. I'm sorry, all of my programs and files. I've moved them from computer to computer to computer, setting them up, you know, and I finally got, you know, the one, and, and, you know, this is the one I sent all the rest back, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I've having I'm having the issues I had this morning where I, I can't, you know, copy and paste into Twitter and Facebook. It's like, Oh, just bizarre things. This is, you know, the ongoing saga. Anyway, doing all of this uh, has, Messed up my workflow, so I have not been able to update the upcoming show's page. Uh, I did want to mention that for the new year, um, uh, Catherine Hahn's show on Monday, Spiritual Guidance Radio, moved to uh, a different time. She's actually at the same time as all of the other live shows now, Mary. She's at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Wisdom of the Soul with Janice Fuchs. You know she's going to be doing uh, her videos again. She's coming back in 2022 with videos. So her shows are going to be pre-recorded and they'll be released on Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, an hour before the spiritual guidance oh. show. So I just want to let everybody know about that. Um, we don't even have all of the shows scheduled for january yet i'm waiting for my director of communications to get that all set oh wait who is that oh wait that's mary brown hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's wow. the one yeah. that coordinates yeah she coordinates yes. with all of our guests because she's uh in contact with all of the major publishers and all of the uh, you know the authors and the deck creators and she's uh I'll getting us set up for january and february her. now Yeah, have a talk with her so that I can actually fill out this list. Uh, Just saying. Anyway, so there you go, folks. You know, this is the craziness in the beginning of 2022. But I did want to mention – Happy new you. Happy new you, you know. uh, But for those of – you know, we haven't mentioned it yet, but for those uh, that – you know, are wondering, because we always talk about it in the beginning of the year, we haven't mentioned it yet, is that the world year, we're actually going into a world year of six, coming out of a world year, the chaos number five, 2021 reduced to five, 2022 reduces to six, which is a return to balance and harmony. So hopefully, you know, things are going to smooth out now, especially <laughs> for my laptop issues. Anyway, oh, boy. But back to Jennifer. Jen, um, so if you can, you know, run us through a, a little about that. You know, did you self-publish? Did you go through a publisher? Why Why did you do what you did? All that kind of stuff.
3: Sure. Um, I self-published um, completely. And um, part of going through the self-publishing route is because you can – If you can, you know, get it financed with something like Kickstarter, um, you can get it done faster (laughs) because, um, you know, publishing, I know it can be a really tricky thing to get your foot in the door at a major publishing company. Um, And I also think doing the Kickstarter route and getting it, you know, funded kind of through crowdfunding is really this beautiful experience because, you know, if if you – and I'm not saying I would never be open to, like, traditional publishing at some point, but in the same respect, you know, if I used a traditional publisher, I wouldn't necessarily know where my cards are going or where they're ending up, or the, or know any have any right. personal relationships with the people who own them. And the crowdfunding is really kind of beautiful because people are helping you make you know a dream come true and then there's just lots of interaction with those people so i feel like i kind of know some of the people my my cards are going to and that's kind of and i have so much gratitude towards them that it's there's like this good just love energy you know between the people that are buying your deck and yourself um but yeah i definitely self-published um i uh, worked with a company a printing company in china and to the decks and they did a phenomenal job And it was kind of one of those things, I was starting to scope out printers um, and get different price quotes and kind of get some information, and I had um, a person reach out to me from this company early on before I launched the Kickstarter, and um, they offered to send me some samples of their work, and once they sent me the samples, I was just about locked in because they had samples of some of the most beautiful indie decks, you know, that I a couple of which I already own that I was already gaga for. So I was like, okay, sold. <laughs> so um yeah, they did a a wonderful job and I just I had amazing customer service every step of the way as far as kind of holding my hand through the process, helping me make all those like little decisions about the different stocks and telling me what was available and showing you know, sending me actual samples of what I could get. Um so that helped me immensely. And then um, the book part, because I did the printed guidebook that goes with the um, decks, and that was kind of a whole other beast. Because once I wrote that, I realized, okay, that's another, almost like a different publishing arena. <laughs> so I used a company in the states to print that, and uh, yeah, I just, I just kind of, I'm, I'm a big research nerd, so pretty much anything I do, I tend to. Obsessively research all the possible options out there when it comes to like a company I'm going to use or a service provider or uh, any of that. So that's definitely that was definitely true of all this too. I definitely just researched and researched and researched until I was blue in the face. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: You know, you mentioned I'm I'm an also an avid collector of Oracle decks as well. And you mentioned you had done an earlier. Jack, you said like a, a plant-based one. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? I'm intrigued. I'm like, what sure, made an oracle? Yeah. What? What?
3: Uh, yeah, so that one was um, loosely inspired kind of by essential oils um, and kind sort of mm. plants that are typically used with essential oils, but it's definitely not a... Um, it, you know it's not like one of those kind of decks where it has like a picture of the of the plant and says what it's good for like good for your skin or it's not that it's a lot more kind of the spiritual side of these plants um, so oh. I, I named it the panic whispers and um, each one is it's a very different style from the Terra disassembled it's a much more photographic collage kind of style and um, each one I kind of paired with a almost like with a model and Infuse them with the, the different plant aspects, and kind of, so that each it was almost like a person personifying the the plant in each card. And then on that one, I actually didn't do any kind of book, so I actually just have an affirmation and some keywords directly on the card. Um, but yeah, it's funny because that was that's been about two years I think since I made that one. That was my first little baby deck that I ever created as far as. You know, my first venture of tipping my toe in the water of, of creating a deck—something I wanted to do for a long time because I had been collecting them forever—and uh, it, it's been it's been good. But I that one definitely taught me a lot about what I didn't want to do with my next deck. <laughs> <Huh>. um, <laughs> it was
2: no, I'm not putting
3: down that deck, but it was I was in a tough box. It was. Uh, it, i I basically self funded that one I just did a very small run with my own funds at the time, which is you know kind of hard to cough up that money sometimes as an ind- independent designer um uh, but i was I wanted to try to do it I didn't even know what Kickstarter was um and so I kind of had to really cut cut some corners to sh- be able to make it affordable for me to print so i have I'm not putting down tough boxes, but you know as a as a deck nerd, I would say I love a good, thick, structured box, so I, w- I swore the next time I yeah. made a deck I would definitely make a nice, structured box, and I wouldn't hold back on all the bells and whistles for the next deck, so that was kind of my goal, which I was able to accomplish with this deck, thanks thanks to the crowdfunding. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of a plant-inspired deck. It, it, it was a fun one, but definitely very different. That is really cool. Yeah,
2: I I think I even went I think Dax and I were talking about boxes and I said I hope the tuck box at some point dies you know. Like, <laughs> go away, tuck
4: box. You're
2: so annoying tuck box. You know. Right. Because they're just not durable. You can't I mean, it's no. like if you're gonna use it a lot, you know, it's gonna end up getting all like ripped up, like the top part where it tucks in. You know, they just yeah. drive me crazy. I,
3: I oh, you can barely even t- open the top part without it fraying and getting, like, you know, like a tear in it. Like, that's pretty much the first time you open it, the tear at the top is torn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like first day. <laughs> yeah. Know? And I'm a, I'm oh, a Virgo, wow.
3: so um, I definitely get persnickety about things like um, wrinkles in my cardstock or, you know, <laughs> frayed edges. Like, a, that does not sit well with yeah. me as a Virgo, so... <laughs> Yeah,
2: right? You know, and that, oh, but that, you know, that reminds me, I, you know, what I do like about this is this tarot disassembled deck. Another thing I like about it is that, yes, you're using the symbols that we see in the Rider Waite Smith cards, but a lot of times when we hear people talk about, you know, okay, this deck is heavy in symbolism. You know, I'll hear that phrase a lot, like a in symbolism. And mm-hmm. I think of something like maybe, uh, oh, uh, who was it, Godfrey Dowson's uh, The Hermetic Tarot, where, you know, you've got all this Kabbalah symbolism. You've got all the astrology symbolism. And you don't do that to us. There's some astrological symbols in it, but really the ones that are in the Rider-Waite-Smith that are visible in that. You don't throw in all these different systems of symbolism that aren't necessarily apparent in the Rider-Waite-Smith card, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> I really oh, thank do. You. <laughs> had thank you. Had you even thought about it, though, because it's really hard, you know, to, to – To not be aware of it, right? It's like it's hard. I think for anybody, once once you start, you know, you read like a good tarot book, and you're like, "Whoa, wait! I got to learn Kabbalah." What? You know? Oh yeah. That's
3: a whole. That's a whole other pursuit of study. Once you realize, I mean, that that itself is like a whole you could learn for years just about the Kabbalah. You know? So it's
1: it's uh, it,
3: it gets so. That's what I love about. The, original, the Rider-Waite-Smith was it was so heavy, like layered with symbolism like there's so many layers of it I, I definitely tried not to hit people over the head with it visually but I definitely tried to touch on a little bit of that in the book that I wrote to go with it just to at least <coughs> kind of give a nod to some of that like the um, in the high priestess card there's the pomegranates I think on the, back, the backdrop behind her where that kind of yeah. makes the shape of the tree of life and so I, I just kind of I have a pomegranate in there, but otherwise, I just made that very simplified little tree of life symbol that you know that's more recognizable, and, and I stuck it on the card because it's still a very important aspect of it. But I didn't want it to be like hard to get visually. Like it's more like, okay, bam, there's that little tree of life, and you'll see it in a couple of other places. Um, I, yeah, it's it's kind of like a simplification of some of that, and definitely you would have to almost be an expert in all those different traditions to really get, you know, get, get very deep into all that because it's, it, it left my brain spinning just doing the research, you know, for the, what I did and my, and what I did is only probably really scratching the surface of all of that, but I love all of that too. I definitely could keep going down the wormhole myself on the research and trying to learn more about yeah. all that.
2: It's endless. It's a, it is, you know, it's a, it, I call tarot the gateway drug, right? Because it's there like, you, you think you're just, <laughs> you're, you think you're just studying tarot. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, wait, I'm also learning astrology, also learning uh-huh. about numbers, also learning all of this. And I always and think like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to decide like, am I going to draw the line or is this just going to be? all-consuming you know right. like what am I going to focus on but yeah no exactly. I love that that you made the yeah you know it's like it's a light touch with with those other systems and so you know that awareness is there but it's not it's not inaccessible you you made a very kind of give a nod in the sense you. that like yeah there's the connection mm. and that that I thought was really really helpful because you know you want I would think that as a deck creator, you don't want to kind of limit your audience. You don't want this just to be for experts in in, uh, esoteric symbolism, right? You want beginners to be able to dive into this too, right?
3: Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I think that, and I think that's, you know, if anybody's, like some of the things that I consider the highest compliments I've gotten about this deck is just that it's, that it's good for like everybody and it could be somebody starting out in tarot or it could be somebody who's um, like you who's been practicing you know for their whole life and is as uh, a professional um it, hopefully that you know it can be useful for for either camp of people and that's a huge compliment as and something that I'm very you know humbled by that if that's if that's the case but um definitely I There's a lot, there's definitely some decks out there that I think are gorgeous, but I wouldn't necessarily understand all the different layers just by looking at it myself. Um, So this is kind of like more like a, when you go to a restaurant and get with a little sampler flight of wine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I little love those. Like, maybe the, like the little three different little like samples, <laughs> like, the little, like a flight of wine or beer. Uh, it's like this is yeah. a nice little like taste, a taste sampler. So it gives you, I definitely in the book especially touch on a lot of those different systems on a very light level so that there's the nod to it and kind of where it's coming from. But I, I definitely tried to say in the introduction, do your own research. Go down your own wormholes because there's so much to learn and so much you can like get into on the layers upon layers of it. Um, so nerd out have fun but this is mine's only a little you know scratch of the surface
2: (laughs) I love that I love that and Dax are you there
1: yeah I'm just listening it's fun I feel like I'm hogging
2: her (laughs) I feel like I've 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 commandeered this because I have all these questions and
1: You've, sure you you've definitely you had... achieved fangirl status, you know with like, <laughs> Jennifer in her neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah well we're gonna we're gonna geek out you know, nerd out, and uh Mary and I at some point we're gonna get on a a video call or something like that, and uh we're gonna you know I've got my copy and Mary's got her copy, and we're just gonna sit there and do a a walk through and for everybody, and, and, uh, yeah, we'll be nerding out even more, you know, soon.
4: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ladies, are are you ready to take some calls, maybe? Sure. Let's do it. Let's see. Okay. and There's some people waiting on the line here. Now, remember, you can always ask Jennifer questions about deck creation, publishing, kickstarters. The whole thing. Oh, we should have uh, we should have Jennifer come on and do a, a talk for the members for you know half hour or something where we just talk about the whole process and stuff like that, and people can. I would love that. Members, yeah, members can ask questions like you know, what's it like doing a Kickstarter? How do you get started? You know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Let's do that for the new year, right? That'd yeah. Be awesome.
2: That would be a lot of fun because we have a lot of people that are members of the guild and either have a deck idea or, you know, have wanted to do it but aren't sure, like, you know, what the process is like. So that would be terrific.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, we definitely have to do that. So, you know, callers, you can ask questions about that, about the deck, and, of course, you could ask for a mini reading as well. Uh, Mary, are you going to use Tarot Disassembled? (laughs) <laughs> i am just kidding.
2: I am surrounded by all kinds of decks here so i'm just gonna just intuitively reach for whatever whatever
1: awesome jennifer uh, do you want to pull cards too or what
3: uh i can do that i um I'm, I, I had moved to my husband's office to try to get better phone reception so i just need to go grab my deck but i can definitely do that
1: yeah grab a deck awesome We'll, okay, great. We'll I will take be right some back. Calls here. <laughs> and meanwhile, while she's doing that, I'm going to mention real quick Mary that uh uh one, you know, we we're talking about changing laptops and 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 one of the things is that uh uh I can't get my tarot program to work, so I have to uh. get some kind of an an alternative, you know. So meanwhile, real cards. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's the thing is I'm out on my patio. I don't have my deck with me out
2: here.
1: <laughs> and I can't, what run is logistically, with people? I can't do it I right had, now.
2: You know, what's hilarious is I just counted. I am now surrounded by eight decks that are just sitting out. Wow. So I know it's just, it happened. <laughs> it just happened that yeah.
1: way. So I, I just mentioning that because I'm going to rely on you and Jennifer to uh pull a card or two for the or, or so for the uh whatever you want to do for the callers yeah because i don't have a deck to work with here you know unless uh i do uh you know they have uh uh they talk sometimes on i've seen youtube videos where they talked about i know michael osborne did this he talked about you know doing readings without a deck just having the uh-huh. images co- come into your subconscious really cool stuff like that are you back jennifer I am. Oh, she is. She's there. Okay, let's see who's been waiting the longest. It looks like area code 803. Caller, are you there? What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Chris
0: from South Carolina. Chris from South... How you doing? That's
1: South
2: Carolina. Hi. Hi.
1: How you doing?
2: Good. good. How are you? But it-
1: I'm pretty good. I was calling to ask,
4: um, how's my money situation looking, and will I get my car fixed Mm -hmm. soon?
2: And those two go together, right? Yeah, get my car fixed, (laughs) right? (laughs) Sometimes that costs money. Well, I'll tell you, I just happened to grab my ancient Italian tarot deck. For this is a green?
4: Um, green box
2: yeah no, we want it to be green right <laughs> but you know oh, it just, the pinnacles in this deck are so huge that's why I just thought it just gravitated towards it but how's your money situation are you going to have enough money coming in Wow. First card that comes up is the page of pentacles, two of pentacles in the past position. Ipper card going forward. That's awesome. Four swords. Yeah, underneath that. And yeah, we got the six of swords. Yes. Okay, look. It's gonna get good. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. You know, the two pinnacles in the past position shows like, oh, there's been some money ups and downs. Things have been fluctuating. We haven't been able to really, you know, have it stabilized where we can get done what we need to get done, like getting your car fixed. The Six of Swords overlooking everything. The Six of Swords is great because that's when we have smooth sailing ahead. And now the the sky's opening up, the clouds are lifting, and, you know, it's going to be tranquil and we're going to have it together and especially the emperor card in the final position there is really one that i really like to see on a question like this because to me that Emperor—it's a number four it's about stability and structure structure something to think about too right so we're going to have money coming in there may be a new situation that's happening um with that with the with the page at the center there that can herald like a a new phase you know um which is a good thing it's connected to a new phase when it comes to our income our our, our finances etc the only thing that i would say is advice is think about that idea of structure so structure it can mean like a budget in a sense you know you're going to have some money flow coming in things are going to get better and how can you kind of you know budget your finances or kind of structure your situation there so that we keep it steady and let's see what jennifer is getting
3: i pulled the ace of wands which is a very very good sign (laughs) aces are pretty much always resounding yes cards It's, it's essentially like a gift being given to you from the divine uh, source. So that's it's it's pretty much like everything is coming up in your favor if you get an ace. So ace of wands. Wands are definitely a fiery energy, a lot of action based. Um, so I feel like uh, things can happen very very fast with wands. Um, so I feel like it's this, you know, your car situation is going to be much better very 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 soon. And yeah, it's it's definitely a very positive omen.
1: Okay, good. And I'll tell you what happened. My neighbor gave me his old car. He got mm. a new car because something was wrong with it, and he gave it to me because he sees me walking miles a day. And mm. I needed a car to take my mother to her doctor's appointments and go to the grocery store. And when I got the car, and it's just sitting here, and i got insurance on it, and i got tags
4: on it, but it's running hot, and
1: I don't have no money to fix it. So, right. I was just want to know what was going to Cause it's been real okay. hard without it. Well, yeah.
2: if you're walking miles, yeah, you know, uh, you must be in great shape, though. Uh, but you know, well, I'm in better look, you know, shape
1: now I'm in better shape now that I, I can walk miles now. But, yeah, you know.
2: I'll, I Me like getting that drop. page of pentacles, Jennifer getting the ace, I think there, there's something new coming in that's going to improve your situation so you can get that fixed.
1: Okay, so sure. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, thanks for calling. Okay, thank, thank you for the call, so so Chris. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely okay. do. But be, be on the lookout um, for a different angle on it. You know, the the ace, you know, that's something new, something you're not thinking of right now. But thanks for the call, Chris. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. we got a couple more calls in here we're going to try to take for the end of the show. Uh, I did want to mention real quickly that if we don't get your call today, remember, same bat time, same bat channel tomorrow, Sharona Rapsic and her – Uh, Magic Universe show they'll be taking calls and of course Mary here will be on the show she's a special guest so yeah you can can call in tomorrow as well okay uh, I gotta tell you guys something really eerie uh synchronicity that happened so I don't know if you heard Jennifer when you were going to pick up your deck I was mentioning to Mary that uh, I'm relying on you guys because uh I usually use a program on my computer and with my new computer, it won't work on Mac OS. So I have to get a, a new something to use, you know, uh, or just use a physical deck, but it's really hard logistically the way I sit out on my patio and do the shows here to like shuffle cards, physical cards. <laughs> and, and with the radio show, you know, it's much faster just doing it with a program. You know, you click shuffle, you click and poop, it pops the spread out. Um, and logistically right now, I can't run in and get a deck. So I said, you know, Mary, uh, I'm going to rely on you to, uh, you know, uh, oh, unless I do that reading method where you don't even use a deck, where you just, the first thing that comes into your subconscious. So this is funny. So like, at, at very synchronistic and, and strange, uh, When Mary was talking to Chris, uh, just before Jennifer, you know, uh, she went to you and said, you know, what are you getting? I just, you know, closed my eyes and kind of blanked my subconscious. And wouldn't you know, I got the Ace of Wands.
2: Oh, I love that.
1: Just like you did. That
3: is cool. I love that. Yeah. I love that that
1: synchronicity. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely synchronicity. Let's Why? see who's been waiting the longest on here. I know. I'm loving this. I, I'm going to try it again here. I'm going to close my eyes here. We're going to bring <laughs> <you> on. <laughs> but, but before I close my eyes, I have to bring the caller on here. Okay, so air code nine one nine. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Hello. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed the show. My name is Kay, and I'm calling from Georgia. Hey, Hi, Kay. Kay. Hi, thank you. Um, I would like a mini read. Um, I am in a job that's very toxic, not happy. Um, but I do know, and I believe in with my my soul that uh, I'll probably be leaving because I'm applying for so many things, and I'm I'm trusting, believing and in the next probably of couple of months something is going to manifest. Um, my concern is though, while I'm still there working with this toxic manager, do am I safe? Um, because I can tell she's manipulating this situation now because I went to HR on her. So I'm just wondering, do you see me being able to keep my job doing this properly Right. Are okay. you Are you
2: kind of safe while you're there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I'm just actually using an angel deck for this. Um because just just because <laughs> I'm like, do I have a reason? I don't have a reason. Just because, <laughs> and and yeah, I think I, you know, I think you are safe. I don't see anything saying that you aren't safe, um, but it's really also asking you to be able to kind of hold hold your own. Hold the line. Yes. Don't. Yes. Don't give in <laughs> to it because yes. <laughs> this is like a bully that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like dealing with a bully, and you know the the angel cards are, are just showing like this sort of like, don't you know, it, it feels like a big mountain we've got to climb, and it's saying like you yeah. know, don't give up, don't give up, you, don't you let this person. Yeah, don't let this person like let you just you know shrink back and say I give up, you win. Don't do that, you know. And you're you got changes. You you've got some positive changes coming ahead of this. And yeah, you know, moving out of there and into a new situation looks really good. Um, We have the you know this card that's really about happiness in the future position. So I feel like. You're going to get there, but in the meantime, you know, don't don't let the bully win. Let's see what Jennifer's yeah. getting and what <laughs> Jack sees in his mind. <laughs> well,
3: you. I got the um, I got the devil reversed. Now, I know sometimes people hear the devil and they think, oh boy. But the devil is really not that scary of a card, but the devil reversed is actually almost really a positive because especially in the situation you're describing, um, there's, you know, the devil is a little bit about the things that kind of keep us trapped in our lower self. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, so um, the does. fact that it's reversed is basically indicating you're about to break free of this situation completely. And Beautiful. I, I don't, I don't sense that there's anything unsafe, even though it's the devil energy. That's still just more of a, it's not a good situation for you. It's, it's definitely confirming that, but I don't feel like it's unsafe. I do feel like this manager if they had their way would probably keep you bound there if they could like to this, you know, in this situation, they would rat, they'd prefer you, you know, they could keep you under kind of their control. And, um, but I, I definitely think because this showed up reverse and i Mary can definitely probably give more insight on the devil reverse, but that definitely indicates to me a breaking of chains and, and basically being free
1: of this situation very soon, which is a good thing. That's what I thought of. As soon as you said devil reverse, I thought of breaking the chains. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I don't, That's I don't, great. Have, That's I don't great. have much to Yeah, I don't have much to add to that except for that uh, Kay, when you when you first started talking with Mary, uh what popped in my head was the seven of swords. So yeah, there's definitely manipulation stuff going on behind the scenes and stuff like that. But I don't I don't yeah. get, you know, gut instinct wise, I, I don't get the I don't get the feeling that you're unsafe. It's just you want to get out of that situation as soon as possible.
4: Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I surprised
1: Thanks
0: for
4: the call, Okay, tolerating it. Thank you. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. I yep. appreciate
4: it. Blessings to you all. Happy New Blessings Year. Enjoy the rest you of your, your weekend. You thank and you. And Happy
1: New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay. So we got, like, one one other caller on here. I don't have an area code for them, so I'm just going to bring them on and say, Caller, you're live on air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, ma'am.
4: It's Melissa, Colorado.
1: I heard Colorado. What's your name again, hon? I missed it.
4: Melissa. Melissa, hi. Yeah, I found my voice. I had a little cold. Yeah. Hi. What a nice show. I, I always like. I always listen to it. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, I see so. your website. you, Richie. Yeah,
1: thank you is, yeah, I
4: think you're taking my Bye. call. I I have a question.
1: Hello. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, okay. So, wants us to um, look at. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was looking at, at something. Um, so I'm gonna go for a promotion at work and uh, maybe there's lovely cards. Can give me an answer. I I'm stuck between I have an interview on the thirteen. And then I have a then there's another promotion that they're gonna give me but they haven't given me a definite date. They said that before March for mm-hmm. sure. And I should like to know um, should I take the one that's with uh the other one like which one do you see coming up for me that i that I'm really gonna take one is like uh a, a like a retail and the other one has to do with uh a lot of uh, customer interaction mm so it's like
2: which- of those two should you Yes, yeah, like, looks better for you yeah. basically The The retail one or the other one is customer interaction, right?
4: Yeah. um, I want to know, like, uh, Roland was told – okay, so let me be more specific. Roland said that I I was going to get the promotion, and I want to know if I'm going to get Roland's promotion. There we go. Let's do that.
2: Okay. Do we see you getting that promotion, you know, sometime soon, before March at least, right? Okay, so – I'm going to look using the Superfina deck. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, look, it does look good for you doing that. I, I, I feel like it's going to be probably six weeks from now. Okay. So what is that? That's not March. That's what it, what's six weeks
3: from now. Somebody
2: add date. Add, add uh,
3: the end of February, I think, end of February. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what get I'm getting. And
2: I get the cherry card with that. I get the five of cups right now in the in the present position. So like you know, if you're feeling like a little bit down about things and saying like, Okay, you know, this is I'm kinda disappointed that it didn't happen at the first of the year. Kinda wish they would just do it. You know, that that's something to just kind of yeah. <sighs> you know, acknowledge, breathe through and just know that yeah, it's going to happen, and it's just not happening as quickly as as it sort of seems like they could have done, to tell you the truth. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's going to happen. It, it, it's just, you know, try to, you know, kind of deal with those feelings um, that you that you have surrounding this if you're feeling kind of down about it at the moment. And let's see what Jennifer yeah. has.
3: Thank yeah, you. I drew the nine of cups for you. Um, That the Nine of Cups is kind of a card of wish fulfillment. Um, It's a little bit like whatever you're wishing for, that wish will be granted. So if you're wishing for the promotion or you're wishing for – I'm not sure which one you want more, but I would say whichever one you want more, put your thoughts into manifesting it because it's definitely very, very, very much a likelihood that it's going to happen. It's kind of like your wish is going to come true. But there's also in the Nine of Cups sometimes a sense of – uh, sitting still, and and that action isn't really so. I in some ways I, I would say it's not going to happen like tomorrow because there's a little bit of a sitting still and just something you know it's like you're, it's like it's kind of going to happen eventually, but right now the energy is not fast paced. Um, but it but it is a very abundant card of of your wishes kind of and and prosperity coming true. Um, the other thing I kind of just got more intuitively was. You know, when it comes to things around our our money and our and our wealth and our and, and the way we make money, that there's like an energy to it. And since cups are the um, suit of emotions, I feel like it's it's like a, there's I kind of want to tell you to just try to go with the flow a little bit and not hold too tight to. Being stressed or kind of worrying or having anxiety around which one's going to come about for you, but kind of like allow yourself to go with the flow and know that you are going to be taking care of that some, one of these things is going to manifest and it's going to be in your best interest, so it's going to be good, but try to just relax to the flow of how this progresses now in the next month or so. Does that make sense?
4: Oh yes, thank you very, very very uplifting. Thank you I just good. Here. Thank you.
3: Yeah, you're welcome.
4: Thanks for
2: calling. Thanks for the
1: call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and happy New Year too. Yeah,
2: yeah happy new year.
1: <laughs> yes. Happy New You. Happy New Year. Well, here we are at the end of the show already. Wow, this was a lot of fun, Jennifer. We to have it. you back on.
3: Oh, thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. I I'm just very appreciative of the opportunity to get to chat with you guys. It's it's very exciting. And I had a blast. What next what are you? My, what's next yeah. for you? What's next I like have some other out. ideas for some other decks that, I, that have been little seeds in my brain for a while. And I'm very excited that once I can finally stop packaging and boxing every single day. Because <laughs> right now I'm fulfilling orders still. So that's my life right now is, is boxing, taping, boxing, wrapping. But um, as soon as that's done, I'm excited to be able to kind of think about some new ideas. So my, next for me is hopefully another deck down the road. So stay tuned. <laughs>
2: Let us know. Keep us in the loop.
3: <laughs> I will. I definitely yeah. will. And thank you guys so much.
1: And I'm going to be in contact to see if we can um, schedule a, a mini workshop and talk about I would about love that. I would absolutely love that. Things. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. love it's going to be so do much that. Fun. Thank you. Thanks for that, Jen. It's going to be really great. Yeah. We could be on definitely. cam, too. <laughs> oh, you got to do your sure hair. Yeah, I got to do my hair
3: and makeup. Hair, and everything. Makeup. You mean I can't wear pajamas? i for pajama bottoms, but you know, most oh, special I'll wear from cam, man, man, the waist up. You might I mean, want to wear a top as well. Top, yeah. Yes, I'll wear. I'll wear something. I'll definitely come dressed. That, that's my guarantee.
1: Yeah, at least the dress part. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll be dressed. That's all I can really guarantee.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks to all our listeners and callers, and, you know, thank you again, Jennifer and Mary, for being here. Yes, thank Thank you. you. Goodbye, everybody. We'll be back next week. We're not sure exactly what with because our director of communications hasn't got back to me yet. But anyway (laughs) – I'll we'll check in with, with her see what's happening. We're going to have some kind of a show. Yeah, we're going to do some kind of show next week. Yeah, right. And don't forget well, thank to tune so in much. on. Yeah.
2: Uh, thanks thank for coming on.
1: Yes. Happy thank New you. Year. And
2: Happy don't New forget Year. to
1: join us on Tuesday, Happy New folks. Year. <laughs> yes. Don't forget yes, to join us for Tara Tuesday. Yeah, we're oh, going to do a live <laughs> on the Facebook group going to be 3 p.m eastern so that's uh 12 p.m on the left coast and (laughs) we will be live on air me and Tamara. i hope a lot of you will join us uh on the live facebook you can ask anything ask us anything ask us about the tarot guild ask us about certification tarot numerology ask us for a mini reading we'll we'll do it all there on the live this coming tuesday bye everybody
0: Bye, Bye. Mary. Bye, Jennifer. Bye. Bye, Jack. Bye, Jennifer. Bye. Bye.